guys. Welcome back to the Forking Wellness Podcast. My name is Barry Strickoff, Registered Dietitian. And I'm Sophie Bertrand, Registered Nutritionist, and we are the authors of the Forking Wellness book and obviously the Forking Wellness Podcast. Each week we sit down and we discuss all things health and wellness from debunking diet myths to nutrition information, lifestyle factors, etc. Stick with us while we try and work out what the Fork Wellness really is. I don't even know what we do. This week, we are sponsored by Zest, an amazing company making the most delicious plant-based pesto, paste, and pasta sauces. They're made using real ingredients that you don't need a science degree to understand. All their ingredients are gluten-free, dairy-free, and vegan, and you can find them in Morrison Supermarket and lots of great independent chains as well. I absolutely love their pasta sauces. I've genuinely been using them for years. My favorite is the tomato, basil, and oregano sauce and they also do a really great fiery chili sauce which ash and i both love that sounds delicious i'm like on a breakfast sandwich kick at the moment i need to have one every single morning and i'm using zest vegan pesto on every every breakfast sandwich combination at the moment and i highly recommend it it is to die for if you want to order your own pesto or pasta sauce you go to www.zestplantpower.com and use capitals forking 21 to give you 20% off your next order you will not be disappointed this brand is absolutely delicious like I said it's been one of my favorites for a while so please do check out their website and order your favorite pasta sauces pestos and paste hi guys welcome back to this week's episode of the forking wellness podcast we are doing a slightly different episode today and we're really excited to have tony here who is part of the forking wellness team and also a registered associate nutritionist hi tony hi everyone i'm really excited for this episode one because it's like forking wellness team i always just like feel so positive when the three of us are together um not that I just don't love the episodes with you and I so it's just like it's nice to have like a team representation no, it's so nice yeah and two I think this is going to you know I love to be like slightly controversial so I feel like this is like the perfect episode for me yeah I feel like that's all what the podcast is about and we did an episode on what I eat in a day and our kind of thoughts and feelings towards that a while ago um and we thought this would be there was actually an article that came out about health professionals opinions on other health professionals opinions who share what they Mm -hmm. eat today and as if you've listened to the episode previously you'll know exactly why we agree in the sense that it can be damaging but this episode is to kind of prove um we're trying to prove a point basically and we're really hoping it goes down in the best way possible yeah a hundred percent I guess it it like let's all run through just like our thoughts and feelings on like what I eat in a day in general and then we can kind of dive into the specifics but like Tony like what are your what are your thoughts on either health professionals or influencers who post what I eat in a day content well I just think even just from doing my own food diary for one week I don't understand how people have a what I eat in a day but I think people that tend to post it tend to be people maybe that have very consistent eating patterns. So maybe they're a bit more, they're 
more planned around their diet they might have more rules around what they eat in a day so then for them it's maybe more representative whereas I think for the majority of people is not that representative I just think it gives this false idea of like oh this is my perfect day this is how I eat every day and that's what you have to do to kind of look like me but then actually if you were to follow someone like you know you're gonna have cake when you go to someone's birthday party or like you're gonna walk past your favorite ice cream shop and you're gonna have ice cream but you're not gonna put that in your what I eat in a day because that's not what you're going to do every day and I think that's the fun of eating as well isn't it like that you're not going to have things every day or maybe you do maybe you have ice cream every day fantastic like you know I don't know for me every single day is so so different and um, I think that the main worry that I have about it is that other people aren't going to be so critical so people are just going to have people that they idolize and they think like I love you like you're such a great personality and what you eat is clearly the best way of eating and then just get a bit obsessed with that which I think is so sad because it's so nice to obviously have like role models and people you look up to but I think that comes with responsibility and just having to know especially um, as a nutrition professional that it's going to do a lot more harm than good really showing what you eat in a day. Mm. Mm. I from a like engagement point of view on social media these what I eat in a day videos slash posts do so well so of course if you're an influencer trying to grow your page and you're like oh I see growth and engagement every time I share these types of content of course you're going to do it more but again maybe you're not taking into account how damaging that could be for some people because if you're if they're sharing something that some you know someone might look at that and be like oh that's actually not that much maybe I'm eating too much in a day again like I won't go into all of it but I actually told my mum about this episode she was like that's such a good idea because my friend literally said to me a few months ago um you know what do you eat in a day and my mum literally said to her, that is so irrelevant to you, because even if you ate the same as me, and I was like, yes, mum. And she was like, even if you ate the same as me, you wouldn't look like me. We're completely different. So yeah. there is that thing of like everyone in society, if we were all put on the same diet and we ate mm. the same thing for breakfast, lunch and dinner, we would still all have such different body And we types. all exercise the same. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we all had the same exact routine, we would still be so different. And I think that is kind of like the really important thing to understand. And what you're saying reminded me, I was FaceTiming with my best friend in New York and we were both like cooking. And then I was showing her what I was making. And then she was like, well, how many servings is that? Like, how many times will you eat that dinner? And I was like, oh, it's like four. Like, we'll get like two tonight for dinner. And then we'll, Mark and I will both have leftovers for lunch tomorrow. And she was like, oh, okay. So how many of each is that? Like, and I was just like, mm. it, it re- like people they want to know because you know you, you want to know if what you're doing is like especially compared to a health professional I think she was just coming out and be like all right well you're a dietitian like mm-hmm. just let me know what you're sorry Oscar's like scratching and you can 100% here um like I just want to have like some baseline comparison and I just think that's like the way society is is that we're always we're not 100% confident in what we're doing and we always need some, some like baseline comparison I'm not saying that's right I don't think we should be like that but I think I think as humans that's how we think we need to just sense check with someone else like is this what you're doing like is this how we're all feeling mm-hmm. um and I think reading that article so it was an article in Insider and an interesting point was that someone mentioned that it was helpful for a lot of people who were like recovering from disordered eating because it normalized a lot of food. So I guess that's like the other end of the spectrum. Mm. No, I agree. And I think actually 
with um the whole like what, what you're picking up on like oh how much is that like how much are you having for breakfast like goes back to the idea of like people give you obviously portion sizes nowadays like oh like mm. a piece of meat should be the, the size of your hand for example and it's like that isn't going to be necessarily the right portion for every person out there. Like, even though you kind of like, it, it's one of these tools that I think you use to make it easier for people to kind of maybe portion mm-hmm. control a little bit when you don't aren't as clued up about nutrition, but actually for example, me working with like um, athletes, the portion sizes are so much bigger um, for a lot of stuff. And it's like, I can't find any photos that I could show an athlete where I'm like, this is a good portion size for you. So we kind of do like, oh, if you put all of your raw ingredients onto a plate, this is kind of what it would look like. But it's still in reality, wouldn't be like that at all. And it's so, um, so difficult. And I, I think like nutrition becomes so like confusing for people because they get told one thing by the government and like you know having the healthy eating plate um or like the pyramid whatever they kind of bring out it's such good like there's so much good intention behind it but it just I think a lot of times confuses people and they're like should I be weighing out everything I eat like is this too much and in the end there's not too much like if it satisfies you and you feel good after eating that meal then that was clearly the right portion for you isn't it Mm, yeah what's there is supposed to be as guidance can actually be quite literal for some people which but yeah um so the point of this episode like I said is we are three different health professionals I I'm guessing we are going to eat completely differently in a day and we're also going to share two days just to prove that that you know within our own what I eat in a day that can look very different as well little disclaimer if you are recovering from an eating disorder or you have any kind of disordered relationship with food this may not be the most helpful episode for you just I feel like we need to put that out there um but like I said we are doing this with good intention so I really hope that comes across yeah absolutely and there's like no numbers shared no no we're not sharing portion sizes yeah so please bear in mind that there is a lot of flexibility exactly yeah um and we'll leave that up to I guess like the imagination of the listener but I think it's just a highlight that three people with like a high level Mm. degrees of you know nutrition have different lifestyles we eat differently like we have different jobs Sophie's pregnant Mm. like Antonia (laughs) and I are not so like there are so many variations um and and I I guarantee if any of us switch days we'd all be miserable 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 (laughs) like so miserable so yeah I um recorded (laughs) um two very different days in one week um and I think a lot of us have that kind of pattern that like one day is not representative of like every day and um we'll go into it but like I have one day where I ate three meals and no snacks and then I have one day where I ate three meals and eight snacks um so okay you go first then you share (laughs) so should I just run through yeah okay so this was this was Wednesday. So I'm just trying to think like what I did on Wednesday to put things into context. It was just like a normal work day. Wednesdays tend to be like meeting free days at work um, just to give everyone like some time off Zoom and some time to really focus on like getting things done. They've implemented this meeting free Wednesday, which is like my favorite day of the week. And it's really interesting that this day I tend to, and when I journal, I notice this as well. My stress levels are lower Mm. because I'm not on anyone else's time schedule so I'm not showing up to anyone else's meetings I kind of plan my day on 
what I need to get done. And then I can schedule my breaks and my lunch break according to how I want it, not according to my meetings, which is Mm -hmm. like how I do it every other day. So for this day, I like had more time in the morning. So I had some leftover like homemade coleslaw, avocado toast and scrambled eggs. I think I posted that on my grid. So like you can you can see it. Um, <laughs> then for lunch, I had leftovers from the night before, which was um, tofu ra- tofu and eggplant miso ramen. with. Um, but we didn't use ramen noodles. We used udon noodles because they're like fluffier and so much nicer. It was spicy as hell. It was delicious. Some veg in there. And yeah, just like a ton of noodles. It was so good. And then for dinner, I had lentil pasta with pesto and veggies. Mm, that sounds delicious. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I would like one of your days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't I eat that like... breakfast though. It's my worst nightmare first thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, so that was that was my day. Um, besides, like just looking back on it, which I think is really interesting. Um, I actually, I had eggs, and I think the pesto. Actually, that pesto because it's the zest pesto. It is vegan. So like besides eggs, I had like a really um plant-based day mm-hmm. which is interesting because then when I go to my next day it's like not at all and I think that's something that's really interesting to highlight as well mm-hmm. so this was yesterday um and I started with yogurt for breakfast so so if you might like that a bit more so I did greek yogurt blueberries raspberries and peanut butter then I had an apple for snack And then I had my lunch, which was, again, leftovers from the night before. So it was salad. And I had prawns, halloumi, and falafel. And then I had chocolate. And then I had a very, very stressful meeting. Like, very stressful meeting. And I, yesterday, was probably in, like, the most negative headspace when it came to, like, feeling, like, overwhelmed with work. Just I feel that vibe coming through right now. I had a very stressful meeting. (laughs) Yeah. When I'm, like, actually thinking about myself in yesterday's shoes my blood is like starting to boil like how I felt yesterday was like not a nice way to feel on a Friday afternoon and then I had pretzels to soothe my emotions because to me pretzels are so comforting because they remind me of like home and my childhood and my grandma sent me this package with all these pretzels so I think that like they were yeah they were very very comforting um had a lot of them and then I didn't feel like cooking last night because stress. Um, so Mark and I ordered Thai food, or actually it wasn't, it was a Thai restaurant, but they had um, pho, pho uh, which is a Vietnamese no- noodle soup. Um, and I had tofu pho. I always called it pho, but I'm like 99% sure the correct way to say it is pho. So, yeah, it's uh, pho. I, yeah, it just, people are always really specific about that because I guess like, it is how you should say it, but when you say it to someone who's never heard of it before, they're like, what are you saying? Exactly. A hundred percent. So I feel like I needed to like pronounce it both ways. So everyone knew what I was talking about. Um, and yeah, so we did takeaway last night and that's what I had. Um, but ironically, I had like a noodle soup twice and I like didn't realize that until I just said that because I had fun that I had ramen the other day. Um and yeah, yesterday was super stressful and I definitely comfort ate and I relied on chocolate and pretzels. And then on Wednesday where I was feeling like no stress, no meetings, I like had three well-balanced meals and felt like absolutely fine. That's not to say that like you can't snack, you can only snack when you're stressed. But mm-hmm. for me personally, I was, I, I just didn't. Um, and you know, that could be because I had a different breakfast. It was maybe 
you know, higher in protein. I have no idea. I'm not going to like try and self analyze the different things, but it was just interesting that like one day I just did one thing. And then the other day I did a completely different thing. One day I cooked all my meals and one day I didn't. So there's so much variety and a lot of it had to do with my work schedule. And a lot of it had to do with like my emotions around Mm -hmm. work. And, um, yeah, they were in the same week, and yet those days look completely different. Very interesting. Tony, do you want to go next? Yes. So, uh, I honestly, I, I think I used to have more of a regular, like, I do always plan out my meals, is what I'd say first, is that, like, I do normally have a plan what I'm going to have for lunch and dinner. I'm not actually that specific about which lunch or dinner I have each day, but my boyfriend and I take it in turns so he cooks our dinners and I prep lunches the night ahead. So then we've always got kind of something something there. But um, I found myself like in lockdown, a lot of times I don't fancy it. So I think this day is like a classic, like it's, it's quite an interesting one for that. So um, I started my day off with like, I usually at the moment have a lot of porridge. So I have my porridge. I always add like loads of flax seeds, chia seeds, um, walnuts and stuff to it and some like peaches purely because I find if I just have porridge, I'm hungry again, like an hour later. Um, but if I bulk it out with a bit more like fiber, then I I do a lot better. Um, but then because for work, I actually like develop recipes or do like live cook alongs. Um, and the light during sort of this time is like only good in the morning I have to like cook like a lunch meal in the middle of the day so actually I ended up having like a little bit of a meal that I hadn't planned for myself for lunch so I had like a courgette alfredo type thing Um, and I had like half of that because I was like I'm cooking it I didn't it wasn't in my lunch plan because I wasn't meant to cook it that day but I was like I don't want to waste any food so I had some of that and then my actual planned lunch was a a broccoli soup with some bread which was really nice but so I already had like two lunches and then like two hours later I was like kind of want a snack but I kind of want a savory snack so I made myself some corn nuggets again would not say that that's like something (laughs) I normally do but that's what I wanted that day then I had a smoothie which again would be something I normally have more in a morning but that day I just fancied a good smoothie with some mango, passion fruit, kale, lots of um, coconut yogurt and stuff. And then for dinner, my boyfriend just made some spag bowl, veggie spag bowl, because we're both veggie, uh, because it was just easy. And like at the moment, because we both have so much on, like I'd say normally I have a lot more veg in my food, but some weeks I just haven't got the kind of headspace to make that although I always grate like things like carrots into my meals like I always find like this easy ways to like sneak it in but that was such a funny day because I was like that is not if I looked at a day I normally say I have breakfast lunch and dinner and then some random snacks and that day I had like what probably is just five actual meals just random <laughs> it's very well this is why I think food diaries are so interesting and why some people enjoy keeping them and why some people probably shouldn't because you wouldn't have normally recorded that right and now yeah. you're like overanalyzing it and you're like what is going on <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the thing I was like it was such a random day but I also just find because I'm always home there's always food around so I crave very different things than if I was just at work and I I knew I had I don't know, like a packet of crisps and some bananas and like an apple with me. I would just be fine no, eating that. Access. But when I'm at home, I'm like, oh, but I could quickly whip up like something. Like sometimes my snack will be 
a quesadilla because I'm like but I can it's a meal <laughs> but I could have this now so that is such a good point that like the environment you're in really shapes what's available to you and like when you're working from home or like we're all in lockdown like that looks really different to when you're out and about either on the go or like in the office it depends like does your office keep snacks like do yeah. what's available to you so that's that's so I think so important that we highlighted that mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%, because I'd say, yeah, like, it was such an insightful week, actually, for me to look at what I actually, because I don't, I don't really mind at all, like, I eat when I'm hungry, I stop when I'm not so hungry, I then sometimes will have the other half, like, later on in the day, but, like, being at home has definitely changed for me how structured it is, like, I always, I start off planning it as a breakfast, lunch, dinner thing, but it definitely turns out differently, but then on... Oh, where is it? Oh, yeah. Then on a Thursday, I didn't really fancy. So this is like um, a day where I like in the morning, I just wasn't that hungry. And I was kind of like I was really tired. And I couldn't be bothered to make breakfast. So I walked down to my like local coffee shop and just had a chai latte in the morning. And then like later on in the morning. So normally I'd be one of these people like I eat like I, I lie in bed for a little while. And then I get up and I do have my breakfast or sometimes I exercise. But that day I was just like in bed until the last possible minute. I was like, oh, I need to get out of the house. So I grabbed chai latte and then started work. And I was like, this is, I'm going to regret this. And I did about <laughs> an hour later because I was like, now I'm really hungry. So then I made a pretzel with um, butter because um, Lidl had these like frozen pretzels. And like, but they're like the them. proper soft ones. I think they've stopped selling them now, which is really annoying because it was like a, a week thing where they did like an Alpen week. And now I've been actually looking up where to get frozen pretzel in the UK because <laughs> in Germany, my dad always goes to like the bakery. So we, when I'm at home, I probably have soft pretzels for breakfast most days. And it was like That's so comforting, as you said, yeah. like just having something like that. Um, but so my, I didn't eat that much in the morning, um, but I had a smoked tofu laksa for lunch. So loads of veggies. Mm. Um, I actually went through a phase where I was eating like a hot lunch every day because I quite enjoyed having a lunch break where I was just cooking for about half an hour and then having mm. a nice warm meal. Um, and then I had a pistachio praline, which was left over from um, Valentine's Day. Sounds amazing. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah, now, now we're getting into it. Um, had some... Um, of those oh, I forgot were the boundless activated nuts and seeds as a snack because I mm -hmm. had those lying around and I was like oh okay. actually I fancy that today I had an Alpro yogurt so like I have a lot of like being at home as well like I sometimes have a snack and then I have another snack like 20 minutes later because I'm like no nah, that wasn't enough and then for dinner I had just some sausage mash and peas again because my boyfriend is uh, has a very limited amount of things that he's very comfortable cooking <laughs> you know what <laughs> I think it's amazing that you guys like split um, I know. Like cooking. So, um, so yeah, I, I think that's fantastic. So even if it is sausage, mash and peas, you should feel incredibly grateful <laughs> that he is willing to do that because I'd pay money to see Mark attend, uh, like attempt to cook me dinner. <laughs> No, it's so funny because my boyfriend's actually a really good cook. And that was one of the first times we ever met. He make, made this like amazing mushroom risotto, which like before that I actually didn't like risotto. And now I like it because of that, which was a revelation mm -hmm. to me. Um, but yeah, he's definitely like he needs to have the exact recipe. Like it's so cute if he makes um, like I put a few recipes on my own Instagram. But if he makes a recipe that I've made before, like I've got like a black bean taco recipe, he will always put up my Instagram, even if he's made it 10 times and just go through it step by step. And then Bless. Like, oh. do you think I should put a little bit more stock in here? I'm like, oh, he's time. <laughs> and he's, oh, no, he's adorable. But yeah, so that's, I think, 
um, for me, like those two days probably wouldn't be at all representative if I was going into work every day. But mm-hmm. at the moment, that's probably what my days look like. Just loads of random snacks that I fancy. I love that. Yeah, I love that as well. Cool. Great, so you're up. Okay, so obviously I am pregnant. Um, and recently I've actually been keeping a food diary quite consistently because I'm doing this thing as well where I'm counting how many plant foods I have in a day and I like to have around 10 to 15 and that might sound like a lot but I'm that's inclusive of like quinoa and nuts and like literally anything that counts as a plant food goes on the plant food list um, and it's just something I'm doing in pregnancy because I just want to make sure that I'm eating enough consistently and you know nutrient dense foods for my little baby and um so yeah so that's just like something I've been doing and I'm actually really enjoying it I really enjoy counting how many plant foods I've eaten at the end of the day um so for me it's a really positive thing but so one day I think this was like a Monday or something um I had my usual yogurt bowl for breakfast which is Greek yogurt and I kid you not like I have so many almonds and like flax seeds and dried cranberries and fruits in there so that's always my favorite breakfast and then for lunch so someone actually sent me like a protein rye bread like months ago and I was like oh I've actually got that bread to use and it went out of date at like end of March so I was like I should probably eat it and then I froze the rest but it was protein bread and I had a couple slices and it was so filling oh I know which one you're talking about I think I got it as well I think you got it as well yeah and I had nut butter and blueberries on that. And then, I, I mean, I say it was really full. And then a few hours later, I had an oat and cinnamon muffin that, that I'd made. Um, and then in the evening, I cooked my cheesy jackfruit bean bake, um, which is always so difficult to portion out. Like you said, Barry, when, because it's all just like beans and quinoa and like veg. You're kind of like, well, you know, you need quite a hefty portion of it to you know anyway won't go into portion sizes but that lasted me two nights um and then I made I've realized I make a lot of my food I actually yeah Yeah. um and then I made a chocolate coconut slice which is like a coconut layer a jam layer and then a chocolate layer and I've got the recipe on Sophie's other kitchen but I I have like a one serve recipe that I make so I made myself that and then in the evening I had some dried apricots which I am loving throughout pregnancy I don't know why like I haven't eaten them in years and now now I've rediscovered them I can't stop eating them I haven't had them in so long oh my god they're so good and do you know what so this is an example of portion sizes I think it's supposed to be like three as a portion what the fork yeah like (laughs) that is not a portion (laughs) they're really good if you're like constipated as well side note um but like there my mom makes a dish I think it's for Passover actually like a herosis which is coming up if anyone celebrates Passover um (laughs) and you put it's like nuts and dried fruit um well she doesn't use nuts because she's allergic um and then like basically soaked in red wine um it's absolutely delicious and I think she uses dried apricots from it because there's only one time a year where we always have them in the house and I cannot mm. stop eating them. They are so yeah. Moorish. And my sister brought me a bag from Marks and Spencers. So they were like so soft and juicy. Um, so yeah, that, that was the finish to my day. So that was one day. Um, and then I think this was actually yesterday. So I have my porridge bowl, which as per you'll see on my Instagram was loaded with nut butter and berries. And then I do put protein powder in that as well. 
Um, I'm trying to make sure I have a decent amount of protein at every meal, being that I'm pregnant and our protein needs do go up. Um, and then I had um, chili chickpea lentil mix I've written, but that was, again, I think you'll probably find it on my Instagram. It's just like a mix of like different plant foods and tomato sauce and then cheese on top. Um, and then I had a naked bar and then I had an apple and then I had a kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't include drinks. Um, well, I, I, I won't include, I mean, I won't include teas and stuff, but I just felt like kombucha is like a fizzy little snack on the side and I've been loving kombucha throughout pregnancy as well and I drank it consistently before I was pregnant I know some people don't they want to stay away from it in pregnancy but I am choosing to drink it and then the evening I had pizza wraps um with sweet potato fries um had quite a lot of cheese today actually um and then I made my white chocolate matcha truffle treats and then I had walnuts and dried apricots again in the evening so I feel like mine when I actually look at my food diary I am pretty consistent I am so not surprised by your food diary I'm just gonna say like (laughs) if you would have asked me like predict what Sophie eats in a day I think I could have come like so close to what you actually ate um I think it's so interesting I always say this but like you have such a sweet tooth where it's like you seek Mm -hmm. it out in different ways and like I literally would choose like a savory, spicy meal over something sweet every day. Yeah. I think it you just... can probably see that every time I have something savory, it's followed by something sweet. In one, whether that be like fruit or chocolate or you know dried fruit or just, or like an apple or like kombucha. Like I just need that little sweet fix. And I'm the opposite. If I have something yeah. sweet, I need to end on something salty. Oh, so no, like if I have a square of chocolate, I then need to have a pretzel. Yeah, so even when I had the walnuts in the evening, I was like, I need my dried apricots now because I've got to finish on the sweet. <laughs> I'm literally the exact opposite. See, I think for me it's changed so much. Whereas, like, when I was young, I had a massive sweet tooth and I was, like, loving sweets. And then I went to uni and when I started, like, going out more and, like, drinking more, I started only wanting savoury foods. So, like, breakfast especially. I only had savoury breakfast for, like, years. And then now that, like, in lockdown, I barely drink. Now I'm like, ooh, actually, I really fancy sweet anymore. And I was yeah. like, I wonder whether that's just because alcohol, like, just makes me crave, like, salty foods, like, mm. the best thing, like, after a hangover is, like, having, like, a slice of pizza or something. Oh, for my breakfast. God. Yes, cold. <laughs> Went leftover from the night before. Oh, my God. Again, my idea of how. But, um, I actually, you, I've eaten so much fruit in pregnancy as well. Like, I eat it throughout the day, our snacks, always have it at breakfast, like, massive portions of it as well. <laughs> yeah. I think what this has really highlighted, though, is that we are all so different. Like, it's and one day is not indicative of the other and that everything is always going to differ. And we don't say this to be like, this is what I eat. And if you eat this way, this is what you're going to feel like and look like. This is just to highlight that like three nutrition professionals with three different jobs, three different routines Mm. can eat three different things and still feel their best. Yeah, definitely. And like like you said, just Barry, like there's quite a lot of sweet stuff in my day, but I thrive and feel good off of that. 100%. If you if you literally swapped a day with me, you'd be like, please, no more fruit, <laughs> no <Yeah>. more chocolate. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I also think like it's I chose two days in the same week, um, which same. I wonder if doing it differently because like my food shop is different every week, and then like mm. what I have available. Um, and then like at the end of the week, what's, what needs to be used? Um, you know, I, I ordered in dinner last night because I couldn't be bothered to cook, but like, sometimes we do take out three times a week. Sometimes we do take out zero times a week. It's Mm -hmm. so varied. 
And then also what I was thinking, Tony, you mentioned this, like when you were saying, um, like if you were in the office, it would be really different. Like I tried my best to bring my lunch every day to work because it's so expensive to buy lunch in London every single day. But I'd always like maybe treat myself like once a week to like a lunch out like and, you know, that's different every single week. Sometimes it's like a pret sandwich or, you know, sometimes it's sushi or, you know, it's just so different. And I think being in lock, like if we were to do this again four months later or like post lockdown when all of our routines are different and we're on the go and we're traveling here and there, like it would be so different again. I mean, God knows what my diet is going to look like when I've got a baby. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And if you did this during your first trimester, God, oh. this would be so different. Oh, my God. You would have just hit, had me like reel off a load of beige foods and then Marmite on toast would have come up like a hundred times. <laughs> I also think that it would be it will be so different like in a few years time when like, you have kids that are like a bit older and then you're cooking like family meals as well. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about that randomly the other day because um, we're like, planning so much of our food and I'm like wow when I have kids I wonder what I'm eating. like I feel like it's going to be a lot of just sausage mash and peas every That's night a good just point, actually. Just eat that won't they yeah because if I was cooking because since I've actually been pregnant I'm making a massive point of eating exactly what I feel like my body wants and needs whereas if I was maybe cooking meals for Ash and I to eat together those meals probably would have looked completely different because he wouldn't have eaten any of what I've just said so I, I would have just kind of matched up our meals a little bit more if that makes sense but it's just because I'm being super intuitive right now yeah that is such an interesting point because this week Mark and I ate every single dinner together that's so Um, nice yeah which was really nice like different like for example like when I made the ramen I made him ground beef like minced Mm. beef and then I had tofu so we had like different proteins but then like just like poured the soup and the noodles and the veg yeah on it so like there were, we can have the same meal, but like sometimes they're slightly different. But I think that if I was just cooking for myself, I would have had a completely different, you know, meal. I don't even know like what I would like, for example, like I was really wanted salmon this week. Like I kept telling Mark, I really want a salmon stir fry. Like we haven't had in ages and I'm craving. He's like, "Mm, no, I'm not really into it. Can we have this instead? Whereas like, if I didn't take his opinion into consideration, I would have had a salmon stir fry this week. Mm, I might actually go and get a piece of salmon for tonight. I'm going to do my food shop after this. Yeah, I just really want ramen now. Like, I think if I was just living... <laughs> Sorry, you're I, inspiring everyone. Have you tried that ramen recipe that I make? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I did, right? Uh, I tagged you in it. Yeah, yeah, That was really good. That was really good. I love it. I also make my own pho, actually, and that's so good. But it's so much more work. It's, it's like yeah, an hour of cooking the broth. I mean, at least an hour. If you want it yeah. to be better, it's probably three hours. But I don't have that kind of patience. No, and I've, I've once made it in the slow cooker before um and then you put all the you just have to like strain it at the end um that was good but it's really labor intensive like you said so yeah and I again like maybe on a weekend things would be really different because we all chose weekdays Mm. but on the weekends I actually actually I actually tend to do more like brunch and dinner on a weekend and then a lot more snacks in between like yeah snacks uh, more yeah I just find lunch is a bit difficult on a weekend just because if I if I cook a breakfast and then I have to have lunch then my mornings are kind of gone from just prepping the food and that's why I avoid it exactly that's why like I do like because I get up earlier than Mark like I'll have my coffee and I normally have like an apple and some like nuts or something 
Um, and then we have breakfast together, which is like normally at like 11. Um, so it's like brunch. And then we go on for our day and then we have like a big dinner. And then it's usually like, usually like in lockdown, obviously, cause like we can't go out. So like we normally like pick a movie and then we get some like snacks. So like, um, like gummies, I don't know. Do you call them gummies? Sweets? Yeah. yeah. Like gummy sweets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's that sometimes it's like popcorn sometimes it's nothing sometimes we like don't fancy any like movies and whatever um sometimes I have wine with dinner Mm. and I didn't this week um like forever as well which Mary thinks is so weird our family is always eating between three and five on a Sunday (laughs) if you can see Barry's face right now we would just always either it's a roast in the uh winter and then a barbecue in the summer I'm gonna give you it would just always just be that mid-afternoon meal so again I'd be I'd have breakfast and then I'd just snack and you know to keep my hunger at bay and then we'd have our big meal um around that time and that's super normal for me it's just like that's the times we eat on a Sunday (laughs) I was the same for me I've come to realize that you guys are probably the majority and I'm actually the minority in that because I think it's just like a very European British thing. Mm. We just didn't do that in America. So funny. Um, Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to mention is that we all have a super positive relationship with food. Yes. Which does need to be taken into account because we've all kind of very openly, happily shared the information we just have. I, I, I for not one second have kind of listened to you guys talk and been like oh in you know I might say oh Barry just mentioned salmon I kind of fancy that tonight but not to the point where I'm like oh that's how I, I can't even remember how much you guys ate like it's literally just gone straight out of my head oh, really? um, I don't know if that's baby brain or because just like you know it's irrelevant to me to a degree exactly. um but yeah that's a very good point um and if you are struggling please, please do reach out because like Barry said, we all have very positive relationships with food. It doesn't require a lot of thought. There might be some days where we think, oh, we should probably add in, like even Tony said, how can I sneak in a few more veggies today? Um, But all in kind of a positive headspace and the headspace around food is super important. Yeah. And I think like at the end of the day, we didn't do this episode. So like, not like it's like a clickbait, like come listen to hear what Mm. we have to eat. It's really just a highlight um, that you can't watch someone's video and, like, try and live their life. Yeah, we genuinely wanted to prove a point. And I really think we have done because, again, all three of us were so completely different. Yeah, exactly. And we didn't talk about exercise. Like, we didn't, one, say, you know, and that that will play a role. Mm -hmm. and we didn't talk about hydration we didn't Mm -hmm. talk I mean I I spoke a little bit about my stress but like we we didn't count sleep Mm -hmm. um and if anyone had a poor night's sleep the night before um I'm sure I'm missing other things as well also just like food availability and you know some people find it a lot easier in the week to just prep a plan and you might always not or sorry not always feel like what's on Wednesday's plan but that's what you've got in the house so you end up eating it like Again, don't beat yourself up over that. You know, sometimes we do need to take budget and access into account. Yeah, 100%. Um, I feel like this was, like, quite a positive. I do. Positive I'm really gl- I'm glad we've done it. And I really do hope people found value in listening to it. Yeah, I don't think that it's something that we'll ever post on. Like, I, I don't no. think I'll ever post. Um, but I think verbally saying it. And I think there was one meal that I mentioned that I put on my feed. So, like 
Yeah, I, I mean, we the... obviously all share snippets of our meals, but we don't ever kind of do like a little reel or um, like a swipe carousel post or anything being like, you know, this is exactly what I've eaten today. Yeah. I mean, my, mine is genuinely, I want to share food and recipe inspiration, which I, you, I know you guys are the same, so... Yeah, I've already inspired both of you to go. Yeah, exactly. I'm going out to buy a piece of salmon now. (laughs) I love it. Um, Well, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope that you guys found this um, as beneficial as we intended. Um, We'd love to hear your thoughts and feelings on the what I eat in a day trend. Um, If if you want to reach out or you want to post in our Facebook group, like, we are more than happy to continue the conversation. I think it's really important to have. And yeah, just we'll be back next week. Thanks, guys. See you later. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the Forking Wellness Podcast. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe. And share with your friends if you love this episode. It really does help us get seen in the chart. You can now also order our Forking Wellness book anywhere books are sold. Order it on Amazon Prime for next day delivery. And Barnes & Noble in America. And if you love the book, we would so appreciate a review on Amazon. We absolutely love hearing your feedback and we really hope you enjoy it. We'll speak to you guys next week. Bye.